Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hot Takes Podcast, where we're always seeking to be humble, open, and transparent. In each episode, you will be hearing from a thought leader, a coach, a trainer, a speaker, someone who is desiring to bridge the gap between where you are and where you desire to be. Their stories will be authentic. Their stories will be humbling. Their stories will be impactful. So please tune in and enjoy. What is going on, everybody? Man, can y'all believe it is the end of June? I am Lawrence Henderson, y'all, and here is another episode of Hot Takes, where we're always seeking to be humble, open, and transparent. And y'all, today's gonna be a fun one. I got our business brand ambassador in Kiru here to drop some platinum nuggets on you all so y'all can get y'all's authority on. Uh, in Kiru, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Lawrence. I wish I could have you follow me around everywhere. It's like my hype man. <laughs> well, I tell you what, um, you know, I always get excited, uh, particularly for these hot takes episodes, because it's an opportunity again. And, and this year was all about pulling in practitioners. People who mm. have some battle scars, some battle wounds, mm. but they're digging mm. into the work that they do and why it's important to them. And so the first question right. before we get rolling, tell people where you are in the world uh, and then a little bit about yourself. And then then I'll ask you your why question. OK, sure. Well, I am in Toronto, Canada. So what up to anybody who is here in Canada? I am the, but I am proudly originally Nigerian. I don't even say original, I'm proudly Nigerian. Um, I also grew up in the UK. I also lived in the States. So, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of global, but I'm currently in Toronto, Canada. Uh, I tell you what, I miss, we went, me and my wife, we visited Toronto when we lived in uh, Michigan and we love Toronto. Um, yeah, it's it's a, just a mix of cultures and just, I mean, it was really, really cool hanging out there. So I can yeah. only imagine living there. You're like, yeah, it's, it's very, fun. it's very cosmopolitan. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I love it. I love it. So in Kiru, we talk mm. about a lot and, and you've probably been seeing them. They've probably been all in your inbox. Um, all of these thought leaders, all of these gurus, all of these mm -hmm. um, folks who can teach you how to increase funnel traffic and all these other things. But mm -hmm. why? of all things, why did you become passionate and purposeful about brand and business and building authority? Like where, where did it all start for you? Okay, I mean, I think as with like most people, when they get passionate about an idea or they start coaching on an idea, it's, it's, it's from their own personal like experience and pain and challenge. You know, I mean, I'm, I come from, 25 years in content, uh, marketing, media. I used to be a journalist. It's, you know, I used to do TV production. So I've always kind of been in this space. And then when I moved to Canada, I got into the online um, space, you know, mostly working with online entrepreneurs on their sales and marketing copy and their marketing strategy and then coaching. But what I found, you know, for myself, um, you know, it's just like you said, there's so many gurus. So I was like chasing different gurus, like I'm sure many of you out there do. 
I, you know, was buying the online courses. I was in different programs. I was like, okay, which which tactic? What's what's going to be the thing that's going to crack it? You know, this whole online thing. And after a while, I, I realized that it's it's not about the tactics. It's not about chasing shiny objects, especially if you are like a coach or you're a consultant. You know, you're somebody who you're selling your knowledge, you're selling your advice, you're selling your expertise. You need to focus on positioning yourself as an authority in your market. It's not about whether you're using Messenger or whether you're using Clubhouse. You know, it, that those are just tools. You know, you have to start with the fundamentals like of your brand, like who you are, who you serve, what's your message, you know, how do you do it? And those are the things that I sort of started to, you know, I, it, at first of all, it was a relief to like get off the marketing treadmill. I was like, okay, I don't have to be you know, an internet marketer. I can just focus on doing business in a way that is more aligned with me. You know, take time and think about what are my values, what what's what's my vision, who are the people I want to serve, and what is the way I want to serve them. You know, and that has helped me build my authority. And that's what I've, I coach people on, and that's what I help people with, even with marketing services. Focus on your on your authority. There's Frank Kern, who's a famous. Um, internet like marketing legend guy said something that I love. He said, building authority or positioning yourself as an authority is the single most important thing you can do to raise your perceived value in your market. So if you think about that, raising your perceived value, like if you raise your perceived value, that means you're going to get better clients. That means you're going to, you know, you're going to get invited to stages like the way Lawrence invited me, right? You're gonna, you're gonna get speaking gigs. You're gonna get better opportunities for collaboration, you know, because people can see your value, and that's what you need to put forward, not like the marketing tools. Yeah, it's it's um, no no long it, response. It, <laughs> no, it no, it's all good because because you could tell that the work started with you. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of times people outward focus and they like like you said, I, I need to get this certification. I need that certification again. Mm -hmm. If you're building yourself and talking about building yourself as an authority, it's mm -hmm. making sure that you're actually staying current. Right. What right. what are the tools? And then, oh, guess what? You got to go use the tools. Don't just pontificate mm -hmm. about the tools. Like what are what are the pluses, <laughs> minuses? And again, it all comes back to that perceived authority and and again perception we we understand we live in this world of every it's immediate gratification and perceived realities for people and again mm -hmm. if you aren't actually doing the work i tell you what it's like smoke and mirrors at some point somebody's yep. gonna turn the fan on and they're gonna blow the smoke <laughs> away and, it, and all that's gonna be left <laughs> I is, love that. is, yeah. is what was being concealed and covered by 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 that smoke and then you, and you yep. say you actually mentioned there are some there's some authority killers, right? As we all mm -hmm. try to get our traction, and I love that you said get off of the marketing treadmill because that's a stationary mm -hmm. thing. Um, but mm -hmm. you feel like that you're sweating and you get effort, but you're not going anywhere. You're and not so, going anywhere. what what are some authority killers that that you've identified over the years? Well, I, I think first of all, because because I I work I work largely with women. I I market to women. Um, so I would start with that. The biggest authority killer for women is honestly just our mindset. You know, a lot of us have this tendency and, and I'm, I'm a hundred percent like, this is my issue. 
So this is why I know it. <laughs> you know, we, we wanna we we tend to play small, you know, like it's like we're kind of raised to downplay our accomplishments, but not we don't wanna be braggadocious, you know, even if we're complimented, we'll be like, oh, you know, it wasn't really, you know, it wasn't that, you know, we just downplay everything we do. And that is not helping us. I mean, it really isn't, you know. Um, so a, a lot of the women, when I when I work with them one-on-one, -on -one, they, they, it's that struggle to even see themselves as an authority or to even use the word leader to describe themselves. You know, it's like, oh, you want to be a thought leader, but the most important part of that thought leader is leader, you know, but a lot, we don't even want to say we're a leader, you know, so there's, there's a, there's a big, there's just a lot of work that a, a lot of us still have to do just in terms of mindset and, and believing that we are that person, you know, that we want to be, you know, uh, generally the other things that I see affect or kill authority, just things like, um, I'd say the biggest is clarity, just lack of lack lack of clarity around your your brand, around your message, around your audience. That's always going to detract from authority. Um, inconsistency with the brand. You know, look. I was just before just before we came on. I was telling Lawrence. He is the. I mean, he was. He is so beautifully branded. It's like, <laughs> I was feeling so like, oh my god. You know, but um, yeah. I mean, you go to some people. You, you see them one place. They're saying one thing. You see them somewhere else. They're saying something. It's it's just not tallying, you know. Um, so you, you've got to you've got to be consistent in in your brand and in your in your message and in just the way you're you're coming across. I think that that's one of the those two are the biggest things I I, I see: Clar lack of clarity, lack of consistency. Yeah, and. Uh I, I love the the lack of clarity, lack of consistency. Um, and it was funny. It was almost like you were, I was, I didn't, just got finished within a coaching intensive this past weekend. And as mm -hmm. you know, these coaches who, who are on this journey to, to become, you know, they bridge gaps for people, right? Coaches put themselves mm -hmm. in positions to begin going after those thinking traps and going after those things, that stinking thinking of, of not seeing yourself correctly. And like, you think, you think you're an expert, uh, but you won't tell anybody about it or you won't mm -hmm. position yourself to be that leader. Um, and, mm -hmm. and again, you, you just, all right, you talk yourself out of doing that thing. Um, and I love the fact that you talked about clarity, right? And a lot of times I know early on in my career, I, I, because of my background, it's like jack of all trades, master of none. But yeah. when it came to happiness, full-time happiness mm -hmm. and consistency mm -hmm. of building consistency, it was like, okay, what's your thing? And I mm. could, I had no framing. I had no language to be mm. able to say what my thing was. I could, mm. I could kind of see it, but I couldn't talk about it. And so right. there, therefore I just kept saying jack of all trades, master of none, but it was yep. frustrating because everybody and, and somebody, one of the coaches got on me this this uh, weekend because I used to make fun of the word niche. And and and, and I was just like, yeah, oh, niches, nobody need no niches. Niches get stitches. Like, like and it's just like, <laughs> I made fun of it because I didn't know my message. And I love right. that you, you talk about, you help your clients find their message and mm -hmm. why their the message is, helps with them building a foundation for their authority like what it like absolutely what what's what's the importance of finding your voice your message mm -hmm. 
Well, it's 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 everything. I think a lot of the times when people when people think they have marketing problems, what what they really have is a messaging uh, problem. You know, because it doesn't matter how well optimized your funnel is, it doesn't matter how you know how well you targeted your Facebook ad. If your message is off, if your message is not connecting with the people who you're trying to reach, there's there's, there's no there's no kind of magic that's going to make that work. You know, and it, if it doesn't matter how passionate you are, how brilliant you are, if nobody understands like what you do or nobody understands the value of what you bring, it's going to be very difficult to to sell. Right. So all of that is is your is your message. So the, the key thing with messaging, obviously, it has to be authentic to you um, because it's very easy to spot like when you're using someone else's when you're kind of trying to sound like someone else. And it's not, you know, like your audience is intelligent. So if it's not if it's not authentic to you, if it's not coming from you, it's just not going to land. Um, secondly, you've got to be using your audience's words. You've got to describe things in the way your audience describes things. You've got to, you know, know their pains and reflect it back to them in in the terms that they use. A lot of the times, I see coaches, especially, I think we tend to have these, um, you know, can have these kind of like very flowery ways of describing what we do, or, you know, you, you come up with some cool acronym for, you know, whatever it is you do and you, and you, you put it out there, but no one understands, like, no one knows what it is. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like nobody, but like, what is that? You know? So like, I, I remember there was, there was a lady who I was teaching in this lady's mastermind and, um, there was this lady who said that what she did was she helps, she's like some kind of like, she was like a spiritual coach and she would help people like tap into their ancestral powers, their, their ancestors to break the issues they were having now. You know, it was, it was kind of cool. And she, you know, she was very passionate about it and clearly, you know, knew what she was, she was doing, but she was having difficulty selling. So I was like, look, you know, how many people in America are waking up thinking, oh, man, if I could just tap into ancestral powers right now, nobody, <laughs> nobody is thinking that, right? But if you if, if you reframe it, like, you know, are you feeling spiritually lost? You know, are you searching? Then there's millions that, you know, you immediately take your market from zero to potentially millions just by reframing the message to something that people actually say, you know, so that that's a, a, a lot of the issue I see with um, coaches, especially. Oh, man, you, you, you <laughs> <laughs> oh, you jumping all over some stuff and I love it. Uh, I absolutely love it. Y'all humble, open and transparent. Y'all, what Nkiru just told y'all to do is stop being spooky. She told y'all to <laughs> use normal people language. And I mean, normal. <laughs> And, yeah, and, yeah. and I, and I could recall like literally in, when I was in, when I was serving in the army and we used to write kind of these mission briefs, they say, yo, mm -hmm. read it, like write it. So the lowest person in the organization can tell you what the mission is, what's supposed to be accomplished. And, yeah, and it's the yeah. same way in, in coaching. And we always say as a part of the coaching scoring form for, for certification and credentialing is, mm -hmm. are you using the client's language? Thank are you. you because again, if you start trying to pontificate, 
inside of person you like you like i'm lost i don't know what you're talking about are we having the same mm -hmm. conversation i just told you <laughs> right? i'm lost and you and i love you i love you bringing up that part it's like the ancestral spirituality and connected to the <laughs> yeah. centuries uh, old uh, hangups and chains. You'd be like, I'm not yeah. in chains. Like, what are you talking about? I don't, that's not me. And like you said, right. nobody's waking up and said, you know what? I'm going to go Google ancestral back. Like somebody is, but like you said, somebody, it goes from zero to one client yeah. to a couple million people in the search. And so right. I, I love that you, you say that. And sometimes that can be scary for people, right? To actually, mm -hmm. because, and I love what you said. It was like, she described it in her head, but mm -hmm. didn't know how to frame it for others to sell it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. sometimes that can come down to people's level of comfort. Yeah. What, what's yep, your, absolutely. what's your, what do you help your clients? How do you get them to step out of their comfort zone so they mm -hmm. can begin making that actually, that actual shift? You know, there's, there's th th three of the, I guess there's sort of three core things that I would, I always advise people to, to do. And in terms of the way I work with people, um, some of it is services. So some of it would just provide like done for you marketing services that would help establish you as an authority. So doing things like your personal brand, like personal domain website or your bios you know, because people are really bad about writing about themselves, <laughs> I've discovered. So whether it's your professional bio, your LinkedIn bio, that kind of thing. Um, and then also, you know, helping you maximize your your content. You know, we have um, a service called the Be, Be Seen Everywhere campaign, where we basically take like a core piece of content, like a video, or, you know, maybe do a Facebook Live or something. And then we repurpose it into about 30 different pieces so that you can like get the full ROI on the time and energy that you put into creating that that content. So those are things that help on the services end that help establish your authority. Um, now, when I'm coaching people one on one, there's th things I always three three things I think I always touch on. First of all, like see yourself as a, a teacher, essentially. You know, so remember what's that movie? Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. You know that movie always be selling, right? Um, but I say, what I say is always be teaching, you know, find ways to give value, show what you know, don't, don't, don't get caught up on like the sales pitch so much, share, share, share what you're learning. Cause that's another thing. People sometimes are afraid to say they're an authority or to even try and claim that. Cause they think they have to be like, you know, some, you know, Yoda, you know, they have to be like super guru. You don't, you just have to know more than the people you're teaching. <laughs> that, that's it, you know? Um, so share, and, and even if you're learning something, people also appreciate that you can be the guide. You don't have to be the guru. You, you can be the guide saying, you can say, you can say to your audience, hey, I'm figuring this thing out. You know, and as I'm figuring it out, I'm taking you along with me. That's very compelling to a lot of people. And it, it still makes you an authority in their eyes, right? But you've got to put yourself out there to share. Yeah. And secondly, mm -hmm. no, 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 go no, ahead. You want to ask no, I was, no, just that point right there. And I, and I love that you said that in jumping in on that, that guide on the side, right? Because a lot mm -hmm. of people, nobody wants to be walking alone. 
and and they yep. and, and people like to feel seen they like to feel heard and if you're that yep. speaker and people are like oh somebody that finally gets me right so so go go ahead point number two point number two <laughs> yeah the second point i say answer answer questions that your that your market has you know there's people you're interacting with it could be your clients it could be you know in facebook groups it could be like you know go to go to question sites like Quora or, or Reddit, right? Um, you'll see the kinds of questions people are asking. So just take those questions and just start answering them. You know, answer them in your blog posts, answer them in your Facebook lives, answer them in your own content, right? People, you, it's all out there what people are asking. So might, might, might as well answer it, right? Positions you as an authority. You know, think about how you can make complicated things, how you can simplify things for people. You know, nobody has time for any like overthinking these days. Like, no, nobody has time. So if you're able to like take something and simplify it for someone, that that is so valuable <laughs> in itself. You know, um, and you can always curate content. You don't have to create all the time. You can you can just be you could be the just a great resource for other for you know content in the industry. You don't have to be creating all the time. You know. Um, the other thing I'd say is narrow your niche. You were talking about you don't like niches. Well, you know, it's tough to be an authority in a, like a very big niche, right? So let's say you're a fitness coach and you want to be an authority for fitness for women. That's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. But maybe you could be an authority for, you know, women who've just had a baby and want to lose the last 10 pounds. Very specific group of people. A lot of need you could you know you could like drill down and own that a lot easier than you could own fitness for women so the more you narrow your niche and get really really targeted about the problem you can solve the people you can serve the more likely you are to establish authority in that in that you know and um the third thing i would say i probably said more than three but the final thing i'd say on that is leverage other people's platforms like you see me here on on lawrence's platform right so now i'm talking to lawrence's audience who i didn't know before leverage other people's platforms they're out there podcasts youtube shows facebook groups you know coaching programs you know even before you get to speaking on people's stages it's yeah. it's a uh, borrow other people's audiences I love that. Yeah. I love that, Nkiruka. I mean, all, all of it because again, it just it just pieces things together, right? And mm -hmm. as you gave all of those examples, it's like, okay, what's your first next step, right? And mm -hmm. it, may, it may not be. Don't wrap your head around all of it. It may just mm -hmm. be, you know what? How how we met, you know, on a podcast platform where it says, you know, find exactly. a guest, be a guest, right? And, exactly. and, and, I, and I need guests, so just reaching out to people is like, hey, here's my platform. Here's the type of speakers I'm looking for. Yeah. It's open to you. Right. And mm -hmm. and again, us and, and I and I believe a lot of times one of the things you said there is 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 really checking your ego along the way. And like you said, mm -hmm. not always believing you have to be all things to all people. Just show mm -hmm. up as you be authentic mm -hmm. in what you're delivering. Um, and one mm -hmm. thing that and I and I'll fight you, full out fight anybody, talk fake it till you make it. I was like, that's I, that came from a place of, I believe, heartfelt people were just trying to figure a thing out. Um, but mm -hmm. some people have taken that and that's turned into people's grind. Like I may not know how to uh, 
tow trucks, but I'm gonna buy a tow truck, dump truck, and everything else. I'm gonna grind over there, and then I'm then I'm gonna go be a copy repairman. Um, and you just like yeah. well, now you turn around and you got 15 jobs, and you don't do any of them well. Um, right. But like you said, that's the big ocean, and and I'm never mm-hmm. really, I never forget it. My coach sent me this spreadsheet to fill out, and she was like, "What's your ocean? What's your mm-hmm. ocean?" And and again, I used to hate niches. But now when I figured out what my work was, I was like, oh, it's a very specific work. I work mm-hmm. on disposition stuff as it pertains to culture. That is your values. That's your beliefs. That's your pre- mm-hmm. like character. That's all that. Mm-hmm. That's one of my part of my pet peeves is people who don't treat people right. Right. So that that became my stuff. And and so now that led me back to school and that led me into getting more um, deep into this work. And so I, I, I want to thank you so much. because. It. This is tip of the iceberg with within Kiru, this this conversation around particularly branding and becoming an authority. Um, and so in the ch- chat across the platforms, I'm going to put your website and I'm going to put your freebie that you're giving away. Um, but yep. I, I want people to be able to connect with you. How can they get connected with you? Um, honestly, the best way to connect with me is probably on to connect with me personally is probably on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. um, which I'll, I'll put the like. I'm, no, I'm, I'm just do it now. On, on LinkedIn. Okay, great. So that's yeah. probably the best way to connect with me personally. Um, um, you can also, uh, if you're a woman, you can join our Facebook group, Women Building Authority. You can find that on Facebook. Um, and then, you know, Facebook page. Um, we're just building out the Instagram now, but uh, go follow. Um, but yeah, but what I would say is for again, for women out there who are serious about stepping up and want to go from being that best kept secret to being a visible authority in your market, what we are packaging that is really gonna be powerful is our membership called The Accelerator. And that that will be launching in September, but it's possible to join the waitlist now, which is on the womenbuildingauthority.com website. But basically with that, we're gonna take you through like the five pillars of building authority, which are one, to be memorable, that's creating a memorable brand, two, to be credible, right? So do you have like the assets in place that'll make you credible in your market? Three, to be visible. So that's when we get into stuff like podcasting, publishing, PR, you know, that kind of stuff. Four, to be profitable. Do you have the marketing vehicles in place? to now sell that brand and five to be scalable right how can you leverage your time and your efforts to really scale your business so that's what we that's that's what the accelerator will be all about and i would love to see some of you be part of it i love it i love it i love it so thank you so much for sharing this time with me with my audience um, and again, y'all, y'all better connect with Inkiru uh, while while you possibly can afford her. Um, and, 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 and then you have to be relegated to conferences and incubators and all this other stuff just so you can get a glimpse of her. Um, so thank you so much for giving up your time. Thanks your so talent, much, Lawrence. Yeah, all right. Thanks so much. I really enjoyed it. All right, y'all. So until next time, continue to be kind to each other uh, and always, always, always try to be humble, open and transparent with everything you do. So until next time, folks, be well. See y'all later.
thank you for listening to another Hot Takes podcast, where we're always seeking to be humble, open, and transparent. Please share, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, We love to hear from you. We love to hear from you. So until next time, make sure you present yourself every single day with intentionality. Actions over ideas always win.